Welcome to Jonah 101 Podcast Season 2, Episode 7. I'm here with the Shane Murray and the Julian Aguirre, a.k.a. Julianus, and <laughs> a.k.a. Shaz Darug, Trevor Murray. And we're here with Tezza Terence Jones. Kick on, kick on, kick on. How is everyone? Hope everyone's well. Jules, how are you, mate? Mate, pretty tired after today. today's morning <coughs> session, but yeah. good. Shane, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, yeah, I'm good. Oh, we we did a coach's training session this morning, and I were honest to God. It's a bit how's your mother? Oh, yeah. I I was terrible. Struggling, yeah. Were you struggling? You know, you must have got it got it out of you in that run then, where you did with Rhino. Yeah, no. On Monday, I went for a run after a big weekend away for Leeds birthday. No, and we then, had a big weekend, didn't we, Shane? Yeah, no, it was massive. Went on a golf, <laughs> went on a golf trip away. Jules, how was that for you? <laughs> Shock. <laughs> Didn't, Didn't get invited again. Terrible, mate. You. Didn't terrible, get invited mate. again. Anyway, I had the golf trip for my 30th and let's just say I had way too much to drink and tried doing a training session today. So? I was, I was terrible. <laughs> I was absolutely terrible. My knee's not right, boys. Honestly, I've got to go to a doctor. And what, see what do you feel in your knee? I was just, honestly, it's really worrying me now because it's been like that for like four months. Yeah, Do but have you done anything for it? I went to the physio. Once? And he, he, yeah, once. Yeah. But I actually, I genuinely need an x-ray now. Like well, I'm telling you right now, right, I think physios are the biggest spoofers out there. Now. I you, do as well. You have Jules, to find a good one. Can you just make sure you're speaking right into that microphone? Yeah, oh, well. But, you know what I mean? But if you got, say if you had a street of five physios, you would go in and they'd give you a different answer every time. Yeah, no, nah, yes. I, I do agree. Some are really a, good though, Shane. What? Some are really good. You have to find good. a good one that knows what they're talk, talking about. I felt the like the one I went to just honestly uh, just made up stuff. The, the hard thing is like if you find a physio that's just like gone to uni and done his stuff but he's never actually worked within a sport. Yeah, yeah. You need that experience within a sport otherwise. Do you know what cracks me up on the pod is yeah? We just talk about anything, don't we? <laughs> we just we just Should start the poddy and just start though? talking rubbish. But just concern for your well being. Your, your knee's not the George Best either, is it? Mine's not I say my knee, but it's actually like a little muscle next to my knee in the quad. It's not is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking to the microphone, Jules, please, 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 please. I'm on a bit of an angle here. Just adjust it. Adjust your angles, oh. Jules, you know what ah. I mean? Ah, wrecked them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but physio's a big one, you know. Like, we, I think from the, out of the three of us, considering we coach, like, a lot, and then when, obviously, it's in season, we do a lot of physical activity. I don't look after my body enough. I know you don't, Shane. I probably, probably Jules what? does the best out of us. Come yeah. on, man. No, nah, no. Nah. We're I'm terrible very, at like just, rolling I'm and stretching. I'm prone. Yeah. So like my body breaks down pretty easy, to be honest. But I feel like, uh, I suppose now that I'm getting older, obviously you have to, but I've never looked after my body like that. Mm. So it's like something that I've kind of got away with, you know what I mean? But you come from a professional environment, Chad. Yeah. We're like in that environment, you're made to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Never Whereas, became a habit, huh? Not really, no. But I've got plastic ankles now, so it's like that, that's what I've got to look after. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 that's one thing that I definitely don't do is um, I don't look after my body well enough. Boys, you got to stretch as well. Yeah, Whenever I noticed I, you were doing that today in the office. Oh, I was, me and Ryan were talking about how like stretching at least once a day. Not that I do that, but I try. Like if I, go more than, if I go more than three, four days without stretching, my body feels like rubbish. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a massive, yeah. but it massively helps. The last, when we did last week's coaches session, which by the way, guys, is on YouTube, um, what a session that yeah, was. That we was, just, that was better. I think that was the best one because it just wasn't planned and we just, you know, I just chucked the camera up willy-nilly and obviously the angles weren't the best, but that's on YouTube. It was sick. I thought we smashed it. Yeah. Um, obviously today we were all a bit rusty, but it's still really good content. But... Um, for me, like it's just yeah, I, I just don't do it enough, and I should be I should be rolling and stretching in the office, and 
I hate it. I just find it boring. The thing but is, like, if, if, if you, even if we didn't train and we didn't play, even like, for example, me and Yuli didn't play this season, but imagine, think about how many hours you spend on the field, though. I know, Whether yeah, I know. Passing, shooting, striking balls, even little demos of speed and agility, like you're repeating that every mm. single day, four or five times a week. Has a toll on your body, man. We're I think old. that's why my left knee. Getting old. I am. I am thirty now, Jules. Yeah. But, but so I think that's say, why my left knee's gone. Yeah, but, but say as a coach, how many times do you think we strike the ball? Oh a year. That's what I mean. Oh, like for me, Shane, and you're like, you're exactly the same. If there's a ball right in front of you and the goal is there, can't stop. You got to hit it. Yeah. Top bins. Cheers it's for coming. See you later. Just wrap it. Just wrap whip it, it in the top bin. Oh my god. Anyway, lads, listen. We've got the best job in the world. Yeah. Obviously, we want to cover a few things on the Al Poddy today, Shaz. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling the caption today. A day in the life of Jonah one-on-one. We're going to give everyone an insight, like what we actually do on the pitch, off the pitch, what we actually do as mates as well as employees. Um, but I also just want to chat about a couple of things as well, Shaz and Jules. Mm. I want to obviously just go back to our last poddy. I told you about VAR, lads, and you didn't listen to me. It was stinking the place out on the Premier League this weekend. Yeah, it was stinking the place out. There's some of the decisions were a disgrace, Jules. As an Arsenal Jules fan, Jules being an Arsenal fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's look, bad, mate. One of many issues that came up with Arsenal on the weekend, but yeah, that that decision to not give Socrates his winner. I what the hell? How was that a foul? That's what. But I was saying to you that the decision, even though it goes to VAR, it's still being made by a referee or by a human. So they still make silly mistakes, obviously. And that's what I don't get, Shane, is... is well, like, how do you watch that? Oh, wow, well, we're just watching it here now. Some of the decisions, though, Jules... They don't make any sense. But this is what I don't get, is these guys that are making the decision in the VAR room are watching it from every single mm. angle in slow motion, and it's still the wrong decision. Work well, that one is, out. For example, with that one, the referee made the right decision because he gave the goal. He didn't see a foul. And then all of a sudden, the VAR supposedly corrected his decision, but I don't get it. The wrong decision. Not only that, you see the Man United one, the the, the James one, James Shane. James penalty. He, mm. ru- he, he runs into him. him, pen. But but now like oh so, so I've got two things. Is so is there like a a room where the VAR is making decisions? Like there's people sitting in rooms, yeah. Yeah, there has to be. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So so the ref doesn't or go on the, and have a look. Or on the side of the pitch, I'm oh, not too sure. I thought the ref and Darwin had a look at the screen, though. No? Well, no, 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 they're not they don't doing do that, that because they don't. I think the idea in the Premier League is to make the decision as quick as you can. Quicker, so yeah. People watching it from the cameras. Yeah, there is a room, surely allocated room. But the, the reason why, like last week, I was like, it's okay because the Premier League had applied it in a way where the VAR literally only stepped in when they felt like it was a hundred percent a mistake from the referee. Speaking to the mic, please, just <laughs> yeah. If there wasn't a, if it wasn't like a clear mistake, they stuck to the referee's decision for better or for worse. Yeah. Whereas this weekend. It seemed like they were just checking everything and they wanted to step into everything. Oh, right, yeah, I know. Definitely. But I, I think now, um, just talk about the Dan James one. Now that they know that this is going to be going back and checked, mm, mm. you can now start to use your body, you know, like, and you could go look at uh, Manez t- that time. Where if, <laughs> like, Manez knew that he's probably going to go for that ball so he can stick his leg out. If he gets any contact, goes down. He knows he's definitely going to get mm. it. You can now start to, like Dan James done, I know it's, that was a little bit much. But he's just gone against them and they're going to give it. Yeah, the players know that it's going to get checked. Yeah, so... But it's just... What I don't get is it. it's going to someone that's getting every angle of it, slow down... But sometimes that's And worse. it's still wrong. But sometimes... That's what I mean. Sometimes that's worse. When you slow it down, change the angle... 
they're, they're literally basically doing everything to to see the foul. Yeah. That might not even exist. For me, Shane, I, I much oh, preferred yeah. it like with the referee the, just the, making the, the more I think about it, and I actually talked about it after last podcast. And I think it's I'm, I don't think it's ever going to go, but something's got to change. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's not, I, I reckon it's got to be just for offsides or something, no? Yeah, or, just uh, stick to offsides or something because these penalty decisions, I think the referee should make it there and then. Yeah, because now, the, what's the ref doing? Just blowing his whistle for yeah. Collins? The referee, the referees now, <laughs> no, but the referees are actually getting away with so he's much. By yeah, he's like, oh, don't really need to blow because it'll get checked. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 what's the point of having a referee if everything's just going to go up and being checked anyway? It's pointless. Yeah, by the chicken, yeah. Yeah, um, anyway. listen, we've already talked about VAR, yeah, but yeah. I've said, is, it's crap. It's, yeah, it's done my head in this weekend. Yeah, tough, <laughs> oh, yeah, tough for Arsenal again. Is it, ju- Shane, just a quick one, is it in the championship yet no. or not? Just no. the Prem? Mate, wait until Le- wait until you oh, start experiencing. If it was it. in the championship, Le- Leeds would be fifteen points clear. We get nothing in the championship, nothing. Mm. Sorry, you though. Yeah, Jules, just listen. I want to touch on uh, Arsenal still, um, but I think this is something that to cover in general anyway. Yeah. The Grant Shaka situation. Um, Bantera's back. Before we start having a debate about it, Shane, what are your thoughts as a mutual on the fans booing their own player? And then Jules will come to you. Um, yeah, if they're booing their captain of the club that they're there to support, then for me they're not real fans. Mm. I think they're poor. I don't think, no matter how bad someone's playing, I, I don't feel that they deserve to be booed because at the end of the day they're out there and they're trying to do the best for us. So I've said, I, I think I was talking to my brother about this yesterday, I think he's been made out to be a little bit of a scapegoat. Mm. for the way Arsenal's gone and obviously the gaffer whipping him off as well I, I feel like they're just trying to they're trying to blame each other everybody and then um, I think obviously he, he's been the one because uh, he's got the arm on him he's yeah. probably the one that's taken a lot of the flack from the, from the fans so I can I can agree I, I can understand the frustration but still I don't feel he should boo any player that plays for your group All right, Jules. that's my opinion Jules what, what, as, a, as, a, as an Arsenal fan what do you think the thing uh, is because I was watching the game and I've obviously watched the replay of what happened. The thing that some people that... Because you haven't seen the incident you said, right? Which one? The the Shaka one. Yeah, I did. You have watched yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But when his name actually came up, all that happened was like people kind of cheered because he wasn't playing very good. I 100% agree you should never boo your own players. But when they they started booing because he took the armband off to give it to Obama Young. Firstly, he chucked it at him and basically ended up on the ground so he's chucked the armband on the ground even though they were standing like a meter away and then Arsenal joined 2-0 we should be going to win the game and he was just walking off like he was just walking off he wasn't even running on a field like halfway up the field so he kept walking and then after about 10 meters that's when people started booing but they were booing for him to get off like it wasn't right but it was more their reaction to the fact that he wasn't jogging off considering he wanted to win the game was he having a stinker the whole team it wasn't a good game all around like obviously mm. I agree he was made the scapegoat but more so by by the gaffer because he took him off first but that's, that, that's yeah. what I feel like but, but what I'm saying is would you, do you not think that at 2 or at home against Crystal, pa- Crystal Palace even if you're having a, even if you don't agree that you should be taken off yeah, you, you should have be, to run off should yeah, be running off yeah. again it's easy for us to sit here and say that like you've been took off in games yeah. you've been took off in games yeah it's such a bad feeling I feel like it's one of the worst parts of the game no, that's what I mean like 
but it's part of the game it's yeah. the reality like you, if you get subbed off you walk you run off especially if you want to win the game and you deal with it later but then after that obviously what happened was really embarrassing I totally they, agree where they I, kept but, the but no one's ever happy coming off nah. you know what I mean yeah, but, but I'm not saying he should have been walk, yeah, running yeah. off smiling for me Shane off. this is what I said to you on that stage Premier League stage and, and supposedly you're the club captain he shouldn't have reacted the way he did like didn't he, didn't he swear? Yeah, he, told he the swore, to took off. his shirt off. Like, oh, regardless of whether you're having a stinker and getting booed, you shouldn't do that. However, like I said, we have we have played and it is really frustrating. I, I'm guessing he probably just couldn't hold it in. Yeah, this is the thing, though, is he has been kind of like targeted by a lot of the fan base over the last probably three or four weeks which I don't agree with. Plus, unfortunately, with social media now, apparently there was some filthy thing- things. Honestly, yeah, but oh, Arsenal, which isn't right. That Arsenal fan TV. Oh, it's just about to say. It's just about that, 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 for me, but that's... It's just about views and getting yeah, famous. It's no, toxic. No one comes on there and says anything positive. No one. It's, it's just all about... Yeah. Arsenal going to 6 nil, yeah, and they still hammer it. It's all about trying to get likes and comments. They're not real fans. Like, that's poor. But they're the type of fans that are boo. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know I mean? Shane, this is this is my this is my view on it. But as, as they're always at the games. Yeah, this is my view on it as a as a Liverpool fan. We have had a Liverpool football club. We have had some terrible, yeah. terrible players. Igor Biscan, mate. The list goes on. Full of absolute well, jaspers. Been for a good ten years. Oi, I did. Yari Lipman. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a night on a fever. Oi, Shane. He's a night kind of thief. But going back, going back to that, there's like Grand Shack is probably flipping Pele compared to some of the players we've had, and we would, as as a fan base, like I feel like that's poor from Arsenal. Like, yeah, no, I agree. I, I I didn't know the whole story actually. I didn't know that he was, you know, we should have been running off, and he threw the armband, and that maybe that is that's frustrating. What the fans reacted off. Yeah, yeah, but I think as a Liverpool fan, Liverpool just would never boo their own player. No way, no matter how no, bad you, you are. But you can you can show your frustration in other ways, you know. Um, the thing is, everyone. Do you think he'll be stripped of the captaincy? Well, apparently there was a meeting. I don't know. We're playing Liverpool tomorrow, but I don't think he was going to be in the squad anyway because it's a league cup. Oh yeah, we're playing. Yeah, yeah. So we'll find out. I think we'll find out more in the week and when we versus Wolves. But ah, uh, just to to be honest, like it just comes down to the fact that Arsenal have just gone backwards the last since the start of the season when everyone expected that. The managers had two pre-seasons to work with the team plus a whole season and a half. Everyone thought, okay, we've made some decent signings even though we didn't strengthen the defence like we should have. But everyone thought, okay, at the very least, we're going to be top four contenders. And it's just been up and down. And the worst thing is you can't see how Arsenal play. Mm. Like you can't see what they do when they have the ball, what they do when they don't have the ball. Like there's just, You said that. There's like no substance four episodes to the team. So even like a player like Shaka, right? He's, he's been made to look worse he might be a, like he's a decent footballer maybe not at the level of arsenal you know chelsea city liverpool these type of teams but he's a decent footballer and he's been made to look much worse because of the fact that there's nothing to the team mm. so he's been exposed but, but the whole team's under pressure yeah. at the end of the day it's very hard to play under that pressure and stuff you know what i mean and you're, you won't be playing with any freedom for I, me I, though i Shane. watched that i watched jacket or whatever his name granted second. yeah yeah i watched him i watched him against switzerland when oh, you were they saying played that against Ireland about two weeks really ago, good, huh? and he was head and shoulders with anyone. On the well, he's actually because the, he had a bit of freedom. He's a skipper for Switzerland as well. 
he got blood. He was he was rolling on his feet and he was diagonal yeah. everywhere. Oh, I mean, I've I've said a thousand times. I'm not Shaka's biggest fan, but I do feel like he's not. Like, could he be good enough to be part of the squad? Yeah. But maybe he's just not necessarily that. that for, me, for me, though, boys, for me, though, boys, honestly, if you chuck Jurgen Klopp or Pep in that Arsenal team, you you'll get the best out of them. Yeah, 100%. 100%, you get the best out of them. And I think Arsenal have a good team. They just they just don't have a way of playing. I think they're a bit lost. And well, look I, at that's all down to the manager. I've just seen a quote on Twitter from Martin Keown, and apparently it was the players' votes to vote. That's, that's for, what they're saying, but then. That, that's poor management. I saw, yeah, I saw someone else Just come be out. a gaffer, mate. Well, I think he might have been key on that. So he goes, I've never been part of a squad where the players were able to choose the captain. He goes, that's the manager's decision. Yeah, but, but there's no real leaders there. Who's, well, it, who's in that Yeah, but team? the manager should be like, I see leadership qualities in you. You're my, you're my captain. Don't leave it down to the players. You're losing... But that's you're losing that's, the, 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 the like dressing room a little bit. Natural over the last couple of seasons, even yeah. under Wenger. If you look at our last few captains, they've all left. With yeah, did you see that thing? They've all We're, left within two seasons. And then Koscielny doing that thing after leaving. Yeah, that was, was madness. The last one was Koscielny, obviously injured. Galas. Bef- before that, it was Meresaka, who wasn't even a regular starter. Should we just agree that you're in a terrible team? I can't agree to that, mate. Terrible just, team. Terrible fans. Well, it's just no. Di- there's no direction. But Oi, when a Leeds coming to the Prem, get that club in. Oh, this a year. I've said it and I'm you fancy it this I year love Leeds and I said this is our chance if we, if we don't do this year we go we'll, well be there will go after this year that's not me has done go up and then who knows what if they don't put that. money in and try to go out and buy a few players in January with the championship you just have to stay around that top six consistently throughout the season do you know but we've had a better start than last year in terms of you wouldn't think of yeah, yeah. No, it's so oh, but tight. you haven't lost many games <laughs> tight uh, anyway boys yeah enough about Arsenal Um and I feel like no player should ever be booed, but anyway, we crack on. You know, probably in a couple of months' time, everyone will forget about it. Maybe Grant Shacker might ride for one top bins, and everyone loves him again. Um, anyway, boys, want to move on to talking about you know, Jonah one on one and and what we get up to on a daily basis and um, coaching, training, planning, all that malarkey. What we do in the old office, the gaff gaff. Obviously, we turn, we're trying our best not to turn the PlayStation on at the minute because we've got <laughs> the new Call of Duty and the new FIFA. Um, and we're bashing it. We're smashing it at the minute. But, uh, Shaz, give, give me in a short sentence, like, your typical day at Jonah 101, like, some of the stuff that you do for Jonah 101, like, what your responsibilities are. Go. Um, yeah, so... I always set my alarm for about four twenty-five in the morning. That's so specific. Yeah, love it, love um, it, Shaz. Wake up at four because it, like, can you can you just, like set an alarm and then when it when it rings, get straight up. Nah. Yeah, straight away. Yeah. Nah, I don't. I, I have one alarm. Get up, boss, straight out of bed. No way. Do you have to have snooze thing? Yeah. I'd be whacking the snoozes. Yeah. <laughs> so hammer the snoozes for maybe t- I get maybe two rounds of it. That's so stupid. You're missing out on good quality sleep there. Just sleep and then get up. No, but then if you if you sleep to your alarm and you're absolutely shattered, it's hard to get out straight away. But it will. F- Actually, I've never thought of it that way, Lisa. Yeah, but you, you, you're snoozing for like, what, 20 minutes? It's broken it. sleep. You might as well just sleep quality for an extra 20 and get up. No, right. I, I, I don't I'm agree. i try that tomorrow morning. Try it, anus. Right, I'll be knocking your door, Jules. I'm going out the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I get up and drive to the... To the sessions, get get some breakfast on the way. Just grab a coffee and like a banana and stuff like that. Yeah, love it. Um, and then yeah, uh, we try and get there. What time? Usually around five thirty. Yeah, am. Then wait for you two boys to come. Then. What you, might have you done the night before, though, Shane? 
yeah so depending on so we usually get a text or we 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 know the and the session plans for the next day so we can see the numbers and see what i need to do and see what topic i'm going to work on yeah and then i always usually have um i'll usually plan it out before yeah. i go to sleep or else um i'll get there a little bit earlier in the morning and just have me coffee and plan out the session before and um, yeah. obviously going and setting up and stuff yeah it's been a little bit easier for us lately because we're on we're working and we're trying a new we're trying a new strategy aren't we where we rotate the players so we don't actually have to plan that much anymore. You know, mm-hmm. if you're taking a full one-hour session, then normally we would plan three or four different components in that session. But now that we're rotating, we only really have to plan one or two things. I think it works though. No, nah, it works really well. Yeah. So what else then? So so, let's, so, so then yeah, obviously you finish your sessions. Finish finish sessions. Pack up the gear and come back to the to the office, which is my house as well. The gaff. Um, get some breakfast, proper breakfast that time. So. Cereals and stuff like that, um, bacon egg rolls, standard. And then. Um, and what type? Of, what type of stuff do you do in the office? And then, I, then I come up to yeah, just come up to the office and see what needs to be done. Obviously, do the podcast. I'm head of the podcast, so um, I'll be doing some editing on that stuff and scheduling the podcast in, trying to work on sorting out guests and and different stuff. And then yeah, and then I just kind of, um, do whatever you you ask me to do. Yeah, um, so if, if, little if, things. If you or Jules need any help, anything, I try and help out and. And then yeah, just yes. You're also head of the podcast Instagram page as well. Yeah. Which needs a post on it, Shaz. It's a little bit quiet. Yeah. It's a little bit quiet. Quite. How do you say quiet, Shane? Quite. 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 A little bit quiet. So you need a few more posts. But on we're just podcast. focusing on getting the podcast out there. Yeah, yeah. We're just flying out now, Shaz. Do you know what I mean? So. And you're working on a guest as well, Shane. Yeah, I will have one locked in. It's just hard with the time zones, and we're trying to work out the best time, but. It's, it's 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 a good one. Before I go to Jules, is there any other things that are part of the job that you've sort of missed out? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Um, like, I, I, I just feel like that, say from Tuesday to Friday, I feel like we just spend all day together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So every week is a bit different outside of the sessions. Where there's always something you need to do or this, that, and the other. Depends what we got got going on. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I feel like yeah, every week is kind of different. Um, Those are probably your roles. Yeah, aren't that, they? that's pretty it's much. It's quite it, hard right? to explain because it all depends what's going on. You might be doing like emails for me or or that's whatever. It, yeah. But I was just going to mention like a big part of what we do is flipping upkeep of equipment and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Shaz, I love that, son. I think we need to get you some more roles, you know. I'm happy with what I've got. Yeah, happy <laughs> yeah. Jules. Too busy a podcast, you know what I mean? Jules, is there any type of stuff that you do that's a little bit different to Shane? Um, I mean, in terms of the day, it's obviously very similar, but probably I'm more in charge of, of helping you out with a bit of admin. So yeah. So going through email, especially when we're going through periods where we have camps, whether it's here or overseas. Yeah. That's obviously a really... It's a lot of emails. A lot of work in terms of making sure we um, keep on top of the emails and inquiries so I usually help out with that you know because my English is a little bit better than Chaz's so <laughs> uh, now you're very good at that to be fair Jules um, and but besides that yeah very similar obviously I think as, as Chaz said Tuesday to Friday we're always here all together most days and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday we're super busy with coaching so mm. just plan out sessions whatever we need to do send out messages to players that sort of thing so Probably different to shares, maybe a little bit more admin stuff. We've from my end. I think next year we are 
next year we have so many plans for Jonah one on one. We're going to be doing so so much traveling. Um, I really want to start uh, an apparel label, and I also really want to do an online training program for younger kids as well because we've got one for older kids and I really want to put and I was speaking to you about this wasn't I Shane in the car about how we can take it to another level again and I really want wouldn't mind the help from you boys to really do a really good online training program to reach out to all the players that can't train with us in Sydney or Australia and really do a really good online training program for everyone that can train with us from around the world Um. I have all these great ideas. It's just now that we've got an office, I feel like we need to yeah. put it into practice. I really want to get a, an app as well, a Jonah One One app, where um, you know all those training drills can go on there as well. I think we're going to get be getting a new website as well soon, Jules. So yeah, we're going to be working definitely. a lot towards that. Um, but yeah, my my typical day is, is a little bit different to the boys. Um, I like to do obviously a lot of video editing. Uh, you know, a big part of why we're here is because of all the content that we throw out. And um, obviously, Shane, you've actually, you know, you learned quite quickly how to do all the podcast editing. And um, you know, the the videos they don't just they don't just appear. It takes a long time, a lot of effort. So well, I actually really enjoy doing it as well. So I do a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Instagram videos. And we obviously get a load of new inquiries, which is something that you do as well, Jules. Um, you deal with a lot of inquiries, but I think I wanted to do this podcast to show everyone that uh, how close we are as a team. You know, the fact that we've got an office now and the three you two live together, and yeah. I practically live here as well. And Ziggy, he's the gaffer. Um, well, I think obviously, not many, maybe people don't know that we actually live really close to the ground now, so where we coach every day. So we literally finish coaching, and the three of us just come back to the office. I think my dream is is honestly my dream is to you boys are practically full time anyway, but you know I, I my dream is to have full uh, full time full time where you know you guys are sort of like on on a salary if 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 you if you if you you know from that side but and we have like staff working underneath us and all that I mean that's a that's a big ask but that that's like my dream and you know I think. We have to start trying to think outside of just coaching, you know, and that's why I want to start doing like online training programs and stuff like that. But so without, so is that your dream? Like what? Like what's? I'll ask you as well. What's your like goal for Jonah One on One? Yeah, my dream is uh, for it to be globally recognized, and I feel like we can definitely achieve that with the amount of traveling that we're going to be doing. Like I get a lot of offers to franchise Jonah One on One into different countries, but I've never wanted to do that because I feel like you just lose control of the uniqueness of what we do. Um, it would be very hard for me to manage if people are delivering good sessions under my name or under our name, if you like. And um, my dream is to definitely travel the world. I would love to. I think we're fortunate enough to be able to do that now, yeah. where we can not just do it in Sydney, but travel the world and take what we, our philosophy and what we feel is good around the world that's definitely one of my dreams and i think in the next say five years boys i hope we can sit on this table do podcast season eight and be like you know what we've traveled here we've gone here we've done this how good was this place you know we've only done one so far california if we're looking at overseas obviously we've done melbourne and um we've obviously done a lot of stuff in sydney but I think it's just a start, really, for for us. 
you boys had a little taste of what it's like, you know, going to California. I've obviously been to Boston. We're not going to tell you what our plans are next year, but we've got a lot of places that we want to go to. It's going to be a big ask for us to do it, but I feel like we can. Um, and I think my, my dream as well is to... I want to I wanna be able to... I want to be able to say, you know, look back at Jonah one-on-one when I'm like 18 and be like, wow, you know, I started that doing this and, and that's what it got to and try and leave like a legacy, basically. Um, that that's that's my dream anyway, and I, along with loads of others. But I just want to continue to do what we're doing, keep growing. Um, you boys keep growing as well. I feel like growth is a big thing. You don't want to be stuck in doing the same thing. Um, you know, we we all three of us need incentives and goals to work work towards. Um, but yeah, that's 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 what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to sit in my in my rocking chair when I'm eighty and be like, wow, I can't believe I did all that. You know. And I feel like we've accomplished so much in five years as well. To be fair, what do you what 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 do you think, Jules? What 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 are your goals for Jonah One on One? What would you like to see? And um, <clears throat> I think obviously, as you mentioned, if we think about the next twelve months that we have ahead, in our head, as at least, we want it to be a really big year, and we've already started to plan for that massively, and hopefully, we find ways to make that bigger every every single year. Obviously, from, from a personal level, my goal would be, like you said, a short-term goal would be to f- hopefully be part of the business full-time. Like you mentioned, yeah. I think myself and Shane would definitely want that, where we can literally, I guess, not even think too much about the financial side and always be focusing on how we can grow the business. Yeah, I think that's, that's a very important thing for the three of us, but especially for myself and Shane. Um, and then from there, I, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to find a way where Jonah one-on-one can also be involved in professional football somehow. Yeah. More so than just maybe working with professionals individually and that sort of yeah, thing. How, how can Jonah one-on-one maybe work with a professional club yeah. or work with an international um, yeah. team? Obviously, how like, that would work, I don't know, but... My personal opinion is definitely we're in the wrong country for well, that. I was just about to say that. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm not saying I, necessarily here. I know if we... Without, let's not get into without that. talking A-League, I just feel like... A lot of the A-League clubs are so closed and are open to that. Whereas mm. if you look at someone like Superior Striker, the guy started doing what we basically do and now he's doing it on an international scale for England mm. because, you know, they're open to yeah. trying something new and he's been really successful. That was one of my goals. I actually had that on my sheet of paper, uh, work within a professional environment, but I feel like we're just in the wrong country for but that. But I think, without talking about which country, I think... Yeah. Doesn't, I would love to do that. It doesn't always even jobs. necessarily have to be okay. It has to be a first team Man United, for example. Like, I'd love to experience working with some of the best academies in the world as well. Yeah, I, I think 100%. that'd be an amazing experience around Europe, even places like Japan, Korea. You know, there's a, loads of countries. Yeah, that I, I just missed one out now. as well, Shane. I really want. I mean, it's something that's slowly started for us, but I really want Jonas Football Management to be what we that. see it to be and I know that that's not going to be handed to us on a plate but for, us, for us to still have some of the players that we work with play pro you've always said you'd love to see that what honestly players, which I agree. Like just using Kira Casamento for example today who got in the institute program congratulations Kira, if you're listening I think as much as obviously we have a lot of what would you say conflicting issues with Aussie football at the end of the day, we want to. Tr- we're here. I think we want to have an impact on Australian footballers. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. So if we can help one or more, hopefully way more than one player, okay. 
get somewhere, I think that's massive for us. Yeah. What about what? Definitely. What are your thoughts, Shaz? I think. Yeah, I definitely. Think what about we, you personally? I, I definitely think we can. Um, we can get players in to the to that sort of level in Australia, but I've always been of the opinion that it's a very it's a bit of a closed book over here in terms of the clubs here, especially the ones I've kind of been around a little bit. And for us to have any involvement that way, I feel like that's going to be very difficult. Um, and that's just my opinion. But and going back to Lee, uh, if we, I, I've always thought, if, we're, if we were in England or the UK, I feel like what we're doing now would probably be on a 20, big, 20 times bigger scale. If, yeah, if we're in America, 50 times bigger scale. Yeah. Hmm. And it's... But then, then again, we're in Australia, so we're going to focus on obviously trying to do the best of what we've got here. Yeah. Help the players here. And then 100%. If, if, if that comes down the line, then that comes down the line. But that's yeah. not our focus. I feel like if we were in the UK or Spain or anything like that, we, we would have a better chance of working within a professional club. 100%. But again, I, I got, my goal is not that. My, yeah, my what's goal yours, is Shane? very similar to, to what you boys are saying about... We're here to help the players. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. We're, we're about, it's not really about us like that's my opinion like I don't want to get a, a contract somewhere doing like I'm here with us what we've what we've built up I want to bring this as far as we can you know yeah I mean? 100% and our main goal and focus has always been about the players we work with and that's yeah. helping them it's good for us to have different goals or like Jules would like to work in a professional environment so would I you know look at how good it was in California yeah. waking up training on that type of grass imagine being within yeah. a professional club where we have access to facilities like that where we haven't got you know roseville college coming on at 7 15 a.m doing our head in every morning you know obviously we i'm blessed to do what we do with our field it's amazing but i'd love to be able to do it in a professional environment Colchester united ring you tomorrow morning and say lee i want you to coach the 18s what do you say yeah i'd go in and do it yeah because you've got to start somewhere so you step away then from from what we do no, I would never step away from what I do. If even that's one thing that I would have a discussion with. I would be like, Jonah, one on one, will always be there, and I'm always going to do that. If I can work around whatever they offer me between Jonah one, definitely, I would never take away from what we've started. Yeah, that, that's a given. Um, so yeah, this this Jonah one on one and doing private sessions and small group sessions is something that I always want to do until my body tells me that I can't do it anymore, hundred percent, because I just love it. Yeah. Um, but if there was a chance that we could do that and work like say twice a week in a professional environment, amazing. Um, I I like I like that a lot of us have got different goals, you know. Um, and I feel like the the, the we can we can literally do whatever we want with yeah. Jonah. There's so many ideas. Just with the next next year I just want to kind of go grow the ideas that we've got yeah. for next year um, with the position stuff and, and I think that's something we can really run with like. yeah um, definitely I think once we've done that I think it was a was a really good um, good for the players mm. that's what, are you, what are you talking about the position specific opposition specific sort of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, especially yeah. for the better players and, and stuff like that you know and I just think a lot, a lot of stuff coming up is very exciting but I think yeah like Jules said I think we can keep Growing and growing. You know? If we don't turn the PlayStation on, we might be able to accomplish it. I don't you know play I mean? Monday to Friday, boys. What? You don't right. matter what you're on. You're playing you're yesterday, yesterday, mate. I played not. one game. Only because Rhino sucked me in. Guys, listen, I'm uploading a FIFA 20 video tonight on YouTube. Me and Shane showing our ultimate team, opening a couple of packs. It's proper banter. <laughs> Head over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, obviously, and then watch it. Um, 
Boys, listen, this has been a really interesting podcast. Obviously, talk about VAR, talk about Arsenal, fans booing players, some interesting topics there. And then, obviously, a little bit in the day in the life of Jonah. Um, I didn't really go into that much detail about what I do, but yeah, I went, obviously, I only talked about videos, but I do a lot, lot more, trust me. Um, a big thing as well, boys, that we missed out is I think every single day we are creating new connections with people, with parents across the world, whatever it is, and I think that's a big part of what we do, is creating connections, look at the connections we just made in California, mm. you know, we're looking to, again, can't mention it, we're going to, put it this way, we're going to a load of new places next year, and we, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 80% confident saying it's going to be successful, but again, we're going to have to create new relationships, it's going to be really interesting, mm. um, but anyway, that's the poddy, interesting to see our goals, boys, which I think we've got to continue, like I think in this office right now, it's something that we are we should have our goals up on the wall somewhere so we're reminded of it every day um maybe that's something i might do today because but, but that goes for anyone i think yeah in life you've got to have you, you, you can't just stay the same them, yeah you know? i feel like we should put the, them goals somewhere you know yeah. do this do that and i think if we look at it every day we might think twice about turning the playstation on and be like come on we can do this he plays it more than anyone yeah, exactly because if i turn it on I can't get off the thing. Because I'm, I'm the best FIFA player Le- in this house. Terribly. Let's be honest. I'm Div 1. It's either me and Rhino first. Nah. Then the other one second. Shane, come on. I, I, reckon, third, I reckon Rhino Rhino's top of the tree. Then it's me and you do. Like we be jockeying each other. I reckon yeah, I yeah. sometimes ahead. And then, and then Lee, you're down. Definitely at the bottom. You're down. Relegation zone. You, you all right, Shane? <laughs> Do you want to talk about the way oh, right, right. I'm up? We're going to talk about the way you had a meltdown that's yesterday. That's episode eight. That's <laughs> yeah, episode eight of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Anyway, guys, that's us. Thank you very much for listening. If you got this far, then you're a true listener. Um, you're a legend. Please um, rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, if you can. Uh, keep it positive, but we always value some feedback. Uh, and we'll see you on the next episode. Any shout-outs, boys, before we go? No, just about the next episode. Um looking we've to get got, a guest uh, yeah? we definitely do have a guest I'm just trying to figure out time hopefully did you hear that guys it. head of podcast said we've definitely got a guest we definitely, definitely have I've got the text on my phone <laughs> go on Shaz catch us next week thanks catch guys catch you next week see you later see you then. peace out yes guys make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms at Jonah101FootballTraining at Jonah101Podcast and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And for any inquiries, please visit jonah101footballtraining.com. We'll see you on the next episode.